Welcome to the Level Up Your Life podcast with Erica Dale, where you will get real and relevant information to help you grow your network marketing business and level up your life. Hey, hey, Level Up listeners. Happy Thursday. Hope you guys are having an incredible week. Can you believe we are almost to 2022? It is absolutely insane. One of the things that I have had a nice little chuckle over these last few days is thinking about 2022. And I'm saying 2020, (laughs) T-O-O. Because a lot of people are not, they just haven't had a good last couple of years. And they're thinking, what is 2022 going to bring to us in our world? Um, I am still here in Florida enjoying some sunshine. We're going to have a couple of beautiful days before we have to head back to Indiana. But again, like I said on Monday, just or Tuesday, whatever day I did that podcast, um, just doing some work, obviously, but also relaxing and recharging and just kind of getting getting ready for 2022. Um, if you guys follow me on any of my other social media platforms, then you probably saw the big old drama with Ashley Furniture. And I thought I would take that issue, that moment, that drama, I have no other word for it, um, and relate it into our businesses and how we can do better. So you guys are network marketers, or maybe you're not, maybe you have a different business model, Uh, maybe you're a service provider, maybe you're a coach, maybe, I don't know whatever it is I think that customer service is so needed but I feel like the world has just done this crazy shift and customer service is almost non-existent right even at you know you go to restaurants and service is just not good Um, and so one thing I, I always do as a patron is I let them know when their customer service is really good because I want to I want to praise the behaviors that I want to continue to see. It's kind of like parenting, right? Like you praise the behaviors of your kids that you want them to continue. Um, But also I think one of the things that Jesse and I have started to do differently is we are really big tippers and oftentimes we tip even when service isn't great. Now I understand that, you know, it's short staffed right now if we're talking about bars and restaurants. Um, you know, it, it might, might be falling on the cooks. It might be falling on different areas of the restaurant. But unfortunately, um, even as a server, if it isn't because of them, like you can go above and beyond still. You know, um, we we went to a pizza place just, uh, I think on Monday here in Port Charlotte and like our server didn't even smile and it just wasn't good. Our um, bread, like our garlic rolls came out kind of slow, but no big deal. Like they were busy. I, I wasn't upset about that. And then the wings came out like a long time later to the point where I thought they actually forgot about our wings. And as a server, and guys, I've never been a server, right? But this is just kind of customer service 101. Like, I probably would have said, hey, your wings are still coming. You know, we're just a little bit delayed in the kitchen. Just have a commu- have some communication with us. Um, but then at the end of the, the dinner, like, she started to have a personality. And I'm like, where was this this last hour we've been sitting here? So I'm sure she had a, a bad table, a rude customer, or, or whatever. And that sucks. Like, that's not fair. Um, people shouldn't treat people poorly, but you know, also she's in the business of customer service. And if she can't handle a rude customer or a bad patron 
and then take it out on, on future tables, she shouldn't be in that industry. And you guys can tell me that you don't agree with me. I'm okay with that. I'm a big girl, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty um, stuck on my opinion on this one. Um, so going back to the Ashley Furniture situation, if you guys didn't didn't follow that saga, go to my Facebook, go to my Instagram, or hey, better yet, go to Twitter, because I don't ever use Twitter. In fact, the last time I tweeted was probably years ago. But hey, Ashley Furniture, thank you for getting me back on Twitter. Um, unfortunately, that was the only method was going to social media for them to actually say, okay, we need to do something here. And that sucks, right? I don't, I don't like to be that person. But at the same time, something had to be done. I think that they're one of those companies and there's a lot of them out there that have gotten so big that they don't even have to have good customer service because it just doesn't matter. Most people won't even fight it. Most people won't, you know, but I'm, I'm not that person. Like, I stand up for myself. Uh, my values, if you, if you follow Tony Robbins, he talks about um, learning what your values are. And a lot of times if you value you know, X over Y, you're going to allow Y to be a little bit less than. Um, and you can, you can, that's psychology, you can go and figure all that out. But two of my highest values are respect and integrity and justice. So I guess three. Um, and I just felt like in this situation, none of those threes were, three were upheld from the very beginning. But you guys can follow the saga. I'm not going to delve into it here. But I want to use that as an, a learning opportunity. Like my, my, my podcasts are real. My podcasts are typically learning experiences that I've gone through or going through or my team, someone on my team is going through. And I'm taking them to you because I feel like they can be very helpful in the moment. So let's talk about you know, some ways that you can provide great customer service. Because at the end of the day, you are obtaining customers and you're obtaining distributors, right? That is the whole goal of network marketing. Grow a network of customers and grow a network of distributors. And if you're not providing great customer service, your customers aren't gonna stick around. I don't care how good your product is. I don't care how much they need it. They will A, go find someone else that's selling it, or B, they'll just go and figure out something else and they'll tell themselves that whatever else they go and find is just as good because they don't want to deal with you. Now, one of the things that we are super blessed at in LifeVantage and my company is our customer service is so good. Like I was in a, a former network marketing company um, back from 2012 to 2015 and I would never send my customers to our 800 number because it was horrible. They were rude. I mean, you guys, you gotta remember, these are, they're, they're employees. Yes, they work for great companies, but they're employees and they don't necessarily have the buy-in that we have for our products and our services. Um, so therefore, they don't always, you know, answer the phones nicely and, and do all the things that we think that they should be doing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So you, yes, even if you have great customer service, right? Like I said, I'm blessed and I will send my customers to LifeVantage customer service because they're incredible. But I still want to provide great customer service because at the end of the day, my customers aren't buying from LifeVantage. They're buying from me. They're buying from you. They're joining you. And so don't just go and obtain a customer and then peace out. Like you need to do better. So some ways that you can provide great customer service. And I think that the number one here is it's kind of, um, it's just logic, but I feel here in, in almost 2022, like logic has left the building for most humans. Um, but it's just be friendly, like be a good human being. I always tell people I don't recruit for skill because I can teach you the skill to be a successful network marketer. I can teach you the skills. I cannot teach you to be a good human. I cannot teach you to have good characteristics. And so I recruit for that. 
So are you friendly? Do you have a smile on your face? And no, I'm not saying that you should lay down and that you should go outside your boundaries and yet you shouldn't stand up for yourself um, or you shouldn't demand respect because you can be friendly and still get respect and you can still be friendly and give respect even in a rough situation. Like with this whole Ashley situation on the end of the patron, like I have still been friendly to them. You guys can actually listen to a phone call if you go and follow that situation. Um, I wasn't rude. I wasn't demeaning. I did not cuss. I did not lose my cool. And I think on the other end of that, I, I definitely could have, right? I think that it would have been justified by most of the public. But you can still be friendly and have boundaries. You can still be friendly and smile and, and demand respect, right? But the key here is you have to be friendly. Like if you are providing great customer service, you are friendly. That is number one. Um, and one second, guys. I Again, live. I don't edit these. I have someone shopping for my groceries right now. And if you ever use shipped shopping, um, nope, I don't make any money from them. I can give you $50 off your year subscription. But they are currently texting me right now because something I need, they don't have. Um, so... Apparently, Cottonelle toilet paper is not in the Publix here in Port Charlotte, so we are going to go with a different brand. No, I really don't care. I'm just trying to stock up my grandpa's house before he gets here on the 3rd. Um, so, yeah, 2022, guys, toilet paper is still a hot commodity. Fantastic. Anyways, back to customer service. Um, so, be friendly. Number two is respond promptly. Now listen, I'm not saying that you need to be Johnny on the spot and you need to be attached to your phone and, and if someone calls and they're not scheduled to call, you need to make sure you answer that. Absolutely not. Again, we go with, we go with um, boundaries. Like I'm huge in boundaries. In fact, um, my team knows that if they text me on a Sunday and it's about business, like for example, hey, I need help with XYZ order or this customer needs to cancel or can you help me with this? I will always say to them, absolutely, can you remind me tomorrow because right now my account manager isn't even in the office and I'm, I'm off on Sundays. So I set my boundaries, but I still reply to them most of the time or I sometimes will just let it ride out till, till Monday because I've already set those boundaries that I don't typically work my business on Sundays. Um, but still respond promptly. I have a girl in my inbox right now who um, we connected. I don't really know who she is. And she um, messaged me, let me see here. I, I think I messaged her the other day and just said like, Merry Christmas, um, blah, 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 December 13th. And she said, hey, I'm looking to grow my network, would be, be open to a virtual networking meetup next week or post Christmas. And I responded the next morning and I said, hey, tell me more about it. Because it was on December 14th and she has not responded. Already, I have a bad taste in my mouth because I was a little bit curious. I was a little bit excited about that. So if you're reaching out to people and then you go ghost, you go off the grid for like 48, 72, two weeks in this case, you're probably not going to gain that customer. So you need to create the urgency inside of your business in order for that customer to give you that same respect. Um, so be prompt. But again, set your boundaries, know your boundaries. One thing I teach parents when I'm coaching them in network marketing is, listen, there's a time to run your business and there's a time to be a parent. And you need to have the boundaries between the two. Because if you're telling your, um, your, your kids that it's time for mommy to work her business, 
but then you're like you know talking to your best friend or you're watching tv or you're doing this well your kids aren't going to respect the boundary but then if it, when it's time to parent you're working your business again they're not going to respect those boundaries so set the boundaries um but when it's time to be a parent be a parent when it's time to work your business work your business listen your your customers or your potential customers they can go a little bit of time but again how much time is that i would say no more than 24 hours right i take a a day off a week every sunday and so if you reach out to me on a sunday you're going to get responded back to in 24 hours no more like unless you're like on your deathbed or maybe you're taking an intentional you know 72 hours off or a week off where you're shutting off social media yeah that's okay too but i would make sure that people know that um it's kind of like opening a brick and mortar business right guys if you're shut down for christmas you're gonna have signs all over the place like i'm not gonna go to your brick and mortar and try to go in and and just guess why you're not open you're gonna have signs you're gonna let me know so make sure that you're doing that in your network marketing business as well number three is you you need to know your product or your service now listen if you're brand new and you're just getting started and you're learning there should be methods there should be systems in place to help you with this um, I don't think that you should spend 80% of your time studying your product your comp plan your your opportunity I think you should spend 80% of your time in income producing activity and 20% of your time being a student because you're not gonna make money this is a business you need to go out and you need to take action. But you should have systems in place, whether it be tools, right, videos, things like that, or three-way chats, three-way calls, if you do that in your team, so that when your customer, potential customer asks a question, you can be honest. You can say, hey, listen, I'm literally on day two, I'm still learning this myself, but hey, my mentor, Erica, she's been taking these products for five years and she is helping me learn the business. I'm just gonna add her so she can answer that question for us. That's the proper way to do it, and guess what, you get to learn along the way. But if you're not continually learning and getting better and starting to know your products, well then shame on you. So you need to know your product, you need to know your opportunity or service. Number four is you need to listen to your customers. So many times, like I think we just get so enthralled in talking. We love to hear ourselves talk. Well guess what, so do your customers. But they also wanna be heard. They want to felt listened to. So if you have a customer saying like, you know, I, I, I've tried something like this before, uh, I just, I'm, re I'm really skeptical, I'm really nervous, and you just jump down their throat, well, this is better, and this, no, guys, listen, well, what, what, what makes you so skeptical, or what did you try before, why didn't it work for you, why do you think it didn't work for you? Ask questions and let them talk, and then when the timing is appropriate, give advice, or put them in touch with someone that can help, or, you know, hey, if I sent you some information that may show you how this might be different for you, would you at least be open to taking a look? listen to them before opening your mouth and just vomiting all over them um number five i think we're on number five is again common courtesy like we we as a society gosh i feel like we were just i feel like god is like looking down on us being like what what did my what did i do with these humans like, i don't think we're so far gone that he's gonna have to like create a, a flood or a plague or anything yet <laughs> i don't know maybe COVID 19 is that um, oh gosh, okay, totally down a rabbit hole. But guys, like, when did we stop saying thank you? When did we stop having manners? It's absolutely absurd, like the amount of people that, thank you for your order. Thank you for trusting me with your business. Thank you for trusting me with your health, with your finances, like fill in the gaps for whatever business you have. And if you want to take it a step further, and this, I think this art is completely lost, but write a thank you note. 
It takes like two minutes to write a thank you note. It takes maybe a minute to write the address and a, a 30 seconds to slap a stamp on it and walk it out to your mailbox. Go above and beyond. If you want to keep your customers, because again, we're not just trying to obtain customers and then have to constantly be replacing them every single month. Like, I'm all set. My goal is to build a lucrative, residual, leveraged income. I have customers that have been with me from day one over six years ago, and they still order every single month. Why? Because I set the expectation, because I got to know them, which is number six, because I listened to them, because I was urgent, and because I treat them like a good human. Like a good human should treat other humans. I tell them thank you. I let them know when we have specials. I, I send them gifts, right? So again, what can you do to provide the best customer service? Um, again, number six, get to know your customers. Like don't just put a dollar sign on them and say, okay, well they ordered that product, awesome. Move on, next. No, like check in from time to time. How's your, how's your week going? How's your month going? Got any plans for 2022? Like, I am, I'm, I'm dumbfounded with the amount of messages in my inbox lately of people who don't know how to just have a conversation. It's like, because we're, most of us are on social media, we forget what it's like to just have a conversation. Like if you were sitting down next to Sally at a coffee shop and she expressed a concern about her kids and, and something going on in the world, like, what would you say? Wow, man, I'm really sorry you're going through that. Tell me more about that. What, what, what's happening? What are, what are the kids feeling? You would have questions. You would just have a conversation. It's no different on social media. Just have a freaking conversation, guys. And then last but not least, it's kind of a two-in-one. Number one is ask for feedback. Ask your customers for feedback. Hey, how are you liking that product? Hey, do you know anyone that also could use the product? Right? Ask for referrals. But ask for feedback, and then you have to use the feedback. And I think that that's most important is use the feedback that you give and don't be so naive that you're not going to receive negative feedback like have a little bit of emotional intelligence and be able to handle it your product and your service may be the best and you may be biased but it's not going to be the best for everyone out there but again listen hear them out let them know that you hear them and that you want you want to hear more you want to ask questions you want to dive, dive in deeper with them so again customer service guys you absolutely just have to provide it you don't want to just obtain customers. You want to keep your customers. So try adding some of those steps in. If you're not already, try to go above and beyond. Try to let them know how much you care about them and they're not just a dollar sign to you. Send them a thank you card. Send them a thank you note. Like whatever it is, go above and beyond. And I promise you that the recurring orders will just happen by nature because that's what humans like to do. All right, guys, I hope you have an incredible weekend. I hope that you celebrate New Year's with loved ones, with fun, with laughter. And we will see you right back here next week in 2022. Thanks, guys. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Level Up Your Life with Erica Dale. If you're loving this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss any episodes. And of course, your five-star reviews are much appreciated. Be sure to check out whoisericadale.com for more free content and tips to help level you up.